Hello everybody. Welcome back. This week is Parshas for A, and we are continuing our series on the halachas of Tznius inside the home and out. And uh, we were currently discussing the halachas of making a bracha, or saying a davar shavikdusha, anything that involves saying Hashem's name or a pasik, when someone's body is uncovered. So as we discussed last time we learned, the source for this iser is a pasik, which says, Ki Hashem alekecha mishalech bekerev machanecha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu travels among us, and that we understand to mean when we say a pasik, when we're dabbing to him, Hashem shechina is among us. La yir do not allow something uncovered to be seen. So this pasik is the the pasik that's the source that you're now to make a bracha when part of the body is is uh, uncovered, and ultimately these halachas are really the source for the concept of sneis in general. So that's why this is a good place to start, and we understand where it is in the Torah, and then how the halachas of sneis progress from that, and then we can learn how they are relevant inside the house, how they're relevant outside the house, and how it all plays out. So what we discussed last week is that for a person, in order to make a bracha when the only question is about their own body being uncovered, then both man and woman are the same, that as long as the waist is covered, that area is covered, you can make a bracha. Uh, now you can't daven, because in order to daven, you need to be um, properly attired. Uh, you have to be respectfully standing in front of a king, you're standing in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But a bracha or a pasik, that you can say as long as that part of your body is covered. Now obviously it's much more respectful, it's much more bakavadik to be dressed properly when you're making a bracha. But the important halacha is that you are allowed to, it's permitted to make a bracha, and that's why you would be allowed to make a bracha wearing a bathing suit, as we discussed last week, or any other such situation. It's permitted. As long as you're covered waist down, that's sufficient, and you can make a bracha. And likewise, um, what we, uh, we also discussed that for a woman, it's more, the most lenient, meaning that when a woman sees another woman, or another man for that matter, as long as, again, the only part that really has to be covered in order to be able to make a bracha or to daven, is that that person has to be covered in the waist area. So as long as that's covered, uh, a woman can make a bracha, a woman can daven, and etc. So for a woman, these the problem of is mostly not going to be an issue, except obviously if there's a child running around or, you know, unclothed, totally unclothed, uh, that's when that will be a problem. And the age that this begins to be a problem for a child is for a boy starting from nine and for a girl actually starting from three. So if, uh, if a little girl is running around with without any clothing on, um, you would not be allowed to make a bracha unless you, as we're going to see, turn away and uh, or go out of the room or get the child to cover themselves. So that's where it's relevant for a woman. For a man, though, it's much more complex. And a man can't make a bracha when he's facing a woman unless she's really totally dressed tzniyastig. <clears throat> and that is even um, his own wife, his daughter, starting from the age of three. And even if the the wife is just the hair is uncovered. Also, a man, a husband, can't make a bracha, can't make kiddush, can't Davin, etc., all those things. So, for a man, it's very, it's, it's much more, it's much more chamer. And you think about it, uh, that can complicate things quite a bit. When if there's a child running around, let's say a little girl running around, um, and even if she's wearing underwear, but the rest of her body is unclothed, 
so that, according to the Mishnah Brewer, starting from the age of three, that's a problem. So a, a father wouldn't be able to make Kiddush or bench or make a bracha if his little daughter, who's four years old, is now wearing her shirt. Right? And that's, 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 that's uh, according to Mishnah Brewer, that's the halacha, and it's definitely something we should be careful about. Now, it's good to know there are paiskim that are more lenient, and they say that the problem with a father or brother making a bracha or davening in front of uh, their own daughter or sister only begins when she's seven, when it's you know old enough that she starts getting somewhat of a more of a figure of a girl. But a little a longer than that is not a problem. That was the opinion of the Chassanish and others. So that certainly can be relied upon. Uh, you know, if it's a difficult situation, you can be more lenient with it. But lechatchila, the correct way is that if any girl that's over the age of three, um, either needs to be properly dressed in order <coughs> for um, the father brother to be able to make a bracha, or they need to turn away and see to it that they're not looking. Now we discussed last week that simply closing your eyes isn't enough. You need to actually turn away, and when we say turn away, it doesn't just mean turn your face. You have to actually angle your whole body away. That's what you need to do when faced with an erva, and this can make uh, you know it makes life difficult when you're trying to daven in an airport on a plane, and there's people not dressed appropriately. If you're at a public place, you want to make a bracha, uh, and and even more so, it becomes complicated when you have guests at your Shabbos table that aren't dressed appropriately either. That their hair aren't, isn't covered, and they're married, or they might not be dressed appropriately. So it's it's uh, it makes like what do you do? How do you deal with that? Now here is where it gets it gets interesting because this starts to uh, demonstrate how Hilchasinius works because there's a difference. There's a difference between, let's say, hair covering and and uh, a part of the body being uncovered, right? Like a, a part that needs, needs to be covered, uh, being uncovered. And the difference is, is that hair covering is not a dairaisa. Hair covering is not a dairaisa, whereas part of the body being uncovered is that needs to be covered, minataira. And the difference is, is that <clears throat> when hair covering, that Mishaburah says, being that it's not the Raisa, it's sufficient to close your eyes. Then you don't have to turn your whole body away. So that's that's a, a, a very relevant kula that can be uh, relied upon. So you can just close your eyes and you don't have to turn away. And then, you know, to make Kiddush with your eyes closed is not a big deal. You can demonstrate, you know, more fervor and more uh, intensity. And close your eyes, it's not obvious. So that's, that's definitely uh, a good option. Um, now, the interesting point is that why is there a difference between hair and the rest of the body? The rest of the body, the Torah describes as erba, so that has to be covered in a Torah. The, the hair, the Gemara explains, or the Paiskim explain that it is more of a concept of hair. Meaning to say, it's a it's a part that if it's, you're not nohig with sneers, if you don't cover it, it causes um, improper thoughts. Uh, as as all a- aspects of uh, tzniyus cause, but here is specifically that's the problem. That's the only problem with the hair. Whereas the other parts of the body, there's an additional problem. It's, it's erba, and as we get a, go along and Mir Hashem start learning more about that topic, uh, tzniyus in general, it's important to understand that distinction that there are par- certain aspects of tzniyus which have to be covered mi'ikaradin because that's erba, and there are other a- aspects of tzniyus that you have to cover because it shouldn't cause illicit thoughts in other people. So, uh, coming back to this again, so the hair covering, it's enough to close your eyes, but the rest of the body, you're supposed to actually turn your body uh, away. 
So that could be, if a person's not dressed in yisdig, uh, they're wearing short sleeves, that can be a little bit more complicated. But you know, again, you have to angle your body away, which you can also technically do if you you know situate yourself correctly. It can be done. But if that's very hard and... Um, you see that you're going to either distance the person, you're going to insult them, you know, there's a big shas atchak. There are poskim that say that even for the rest of the body, it's enough to close your eyes. So b'shas atchak, you can rely on that. So again, uh, for here, it's certainly enough to close your eyes. For the rest of the body, you should angle yourself away. If for whatever reason that's going to be very difficult and very hard, you can rely that even for that, it's enough to close your eyes. Um... Another halacha is that when a woman is singing, uh, you can't make a bracha, uh, a man can't make a bracha, uh, or daven, or bench, or bekiddish. And uh, now a, a man is allowed to listen to his wife sing, is allowed to listen to his daughter sing, a brother can listen to his, his sister sing. Those are all permitted. But, nevertheless, when making a bracha, you can't. Right, so it's, you're allowed to look at it, but 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 you can't make a bracha while looking at it. You can't. You, you can hear your wife sing. You can hear your daughter sing, but you can't make a bracha. So so um, this also is an important halacha relevant to uh, any particular point in the day. If a woman is singing, if a daughter is singing, you can't bench and make a bracha while the person is singing. Um, it's interesting, this raises a question that by Shabbos table and certainly by the Seder, we all sing together, men, women, right, and children, everybody sings together, so, and by Zemiris, everybody's encouraged to sing together, so why is that okay? If the women are singing, why can the men say the Zemiris, it has Hashem's name? And that's a very interesting question, Rafal Kazatzal has a Hebrew Sefer that was an accompaniment to his Sefer on Sneas. It was called Levusha Shaltaira, it's two volumes, where he goes through every every concept with Barichos, and he has a very long article about this to explain. But he, he does acknowledge the fact that that is the overwhelming minhig that we do. We do sing, and we don't. We don't. Uh, we, that doesn't. That doesn't stop us. So it can be done, regardless of what the pshat is. It can be done. You can sing zmiras together. You are allowed to sing by the seder together. That's not a problem. And mirz uh, the next time we uh, learn, I'll say some more about this. This point, then we'll move on to other aspects of snias. The fascinating story with the chasam seifer about singing um, by the suda.